our favorite host, Caroline Williams, and I'm here for another episode of the Dancing Library Mom Wife. Um, so today, I just want to talk about a lot of things that just have surfaced in the past couple of days. Number one, this election. How America is so <laughs> messed up, like. How we have an election day that lasts three days, four days. My friend posted a funny meme where it said the Chuck E. Cheese ticket counter would have counted the ballots faster. (laughs) I'm like, all facts, because why is it taking so long? And I know there's theories behind it, people. I get it. Not ignorant to that fact. But it's just like, what in the world? Like, wasn't there not a deadline for these mail-in ballots? Was there not a system in place for when they come in the mail, what to do with them? Did we not try to hire extra people for this process? Oh, we didn't? Oh, okay. I mean, like, what in the whole world? How are we going all these days? Still no president. <laughs> and at this point, just call it. Call it what it is. You know, who, who got it? And, you know, whatever side you go for, that's your prerogative. That's why we are in America, land of the free. You do what you want to do in the sense of deciding who you want to run this country. Um, But as I've seen different people post on Facebook and things and Instagram, I mean, there also should be some form of respect for each other. You know, I don't like to post political views on social media only because of my occupation and you know we have to be careful with what we post on social media however I do find it disturbing sometimes when you see things and and from people who you wouldn't expect it from and I don't think these people understand when they're posting these things about one side or the other, how you are affecting somebody who you may actually, you know, be friends with. Like, you have to just be careful, guys, of not trying to offend others in the sense of hate. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's crazy. And my thing with Donald Trump is... He is a guy who just doesn't care. And I think that's where a lot of people are not understanding some people's, uh, I'm going to just say hate towards him in the sense of, okay, take back the word hate, dislike, because he has no remorse, no compassion, nothing. It's just like, you know, this is what it is, or this is how, you know his beliefs and his views are so antiquated and so jacked up that it's like, what? So this is what you you believe in? And then so, the, so those who support him were thinking, oh, you are supporting his beliefs as well. And I think that's where the divide has come in because if you were able to back this guy up and everything that he's talking about, that represents a lot of hate and divide amongst Americans and things, then how do you, how can you like me as a person, as a black woman? 
So it's just our as a minority. It's just that's that's where that's where this tension of which side you're on comes into play. And it's so sad, super duper sad that we've come to this, you know. Um yeah, Joe Biden has probably some things that a lot of people don't like, including Democrats. But it's I think at the end of the day it comes to who is in their right mind. Who is here for the people to bring together the people? I think that's, I don't, if you are a Republican and the candidate can bring people together in a loving way, bet. If you are a Democrat and the candidate can bring together people in a loving way, cool. Like that's, I think, where we need to go back to it. I think at this point, it's all, it's all so, so underhanded and dirty. It's like, goodness. And all these other countries sit back laughing at us in America. We are just out of control. The COVID numbers are going back up, guys, because people have become lax. They have dropped the ball. They have let down their guards. And now it's just the numbers are going back up because we've gotten too comfortable now thinking, oh, it's, it's fading. No, it's not, guys. It's not fading. It's not. It's still there, still here. <sighs> Jeez, Louise, it's just so crazy. The stuff that we're going through at this time. Like, I see all the things about 2020, and it's fact, 2020 has been a year. And this is a thing that I keep thinking. <laughs> and I'm trying not to think it that way, but it's like, if 2020 is like this, what's 2021 going to be like? Because 2020 was supposed to be that year. Although I feel every year is supposed to be that year. I promise you, every new year, somebody is saying, this my year, I'm going to come up. This my year, I'm going to do <laughs> And admit it, y'all got to admit it, everybody has that year. This is the year of everything. This is the year I'm going to be who I wasn't last year. <laughs> and that's fine as well. I just, I, and the, the year is jacked up because of leadership, guys. Our year has been crazy because we have let go of morals and values. And it's all about self. We've become a very self selfish nation. And we just got to get it together. Oh, my gosh. We need to bring back prayer in school. We need to bring back a lot of things to center ourselves in our faith. Like, it's just bad out here. Jeez. I don't even know. It's like, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. So this show is a little smorgasbord of a lot of topics. Um, so that's that's my political rant. I'm not a I'm not a super duper political person either. I should say put that out there. I'm not. But I have opinions of what I see in here. But I'm not a super duper sit there and and know all the facts of, on politics, but I'm also not ignorant to them. I'm not. Um, but yeah, uh, this weekend, this week as well, my, my, my daughter had her Titan fixed because she, uh, well, well, since she was a baby, I've noticed that her tongue had the, the little flap underneath it. I don't know what it's called, the medical term. But it goes all the way to the tip of her tongue. She wasn't able to lift her tongue. She could stick it out, like, you know, 
certain point, but she could never lift it. And when she got her ear tubes done, the ENT doctor had said that, you know, if it's not affecting her feeding, meaning she can take a bottle and still eat, then, you know, we should leave it alone. It's not going to be, you know, it should be okay. But as she's gotten older, uh, we just noticed a few things like, you know, her letter sounds are not where they should be at her age and just different things like that. And so when she went for her six-year-old checkup, her pediatrician noticed it again. She's like, oh, well, yeah, it is kind of like, you know, it's that that's that's not normal in the sense of it shouldn't be all like, you know, it's pretty severe. If you want to say severe. My sister laughed at, at me when I said, they said it was severe. Oh, really? It's severe? <laughs> My sister's a doctor, mind you. And so uh, we went to the, the, another auntie and she's like, yeah, yeah, she, she's, she's tight tongue. She really is. And it's tight. Like it was a tight, tight tongue. And so she said, we can fix it. Easy, easy procedure real quick. So she had that done. And so on Tuesday and after uh, the surgery, you know, they gave her a popsicle. So she's in there eating her popsicle. She's like, my tongue feels weird, mommy. <laughs> I was like, are you able to lift it? She's like, yeah. And she said, it goes all the way back. And I just sat there and thought like, oh my God, my kid never has experienced a normal tongue in, uh, function. <laughs> so then she just started doing all this stuff. Like, I can do this. I look, look. It like started wiggling it back and forth. And I thought it was just so funny. and so like eye-opening that it's the small things that are, that are blessings like, I can move my tongue around my mouth now. It's not attached to anything. So then she started trying to say her R's because that's what she struggled with is saying the R sound. And it's actually is a little better. <laughs> Mind you, I gave my child a name, Carrington, with two R's. <laughs> but she's able to say it a little easier and better. And she's recovering well. Yesterday, she. We went to school uh, in the morning. She, when we, she woke up yesterday morning, though, her tongue was swollen. So I, I woke up too late for work to try to take her to my mom, my parents' house. So I took her, brought her all in, and I was like, you know, we'll see how she is. Maybe she can go to class or not. But uh, she was kind of, like, whining about it. So I let her sit in my office and go virtual in my office with her teacher. But then by midday, I noticed, like, I think you are okay because she was clearly talking, answering questions in class and everything. So I'm like, you going to your room. <laughs> so the second half of the day, she went to her teacher's room and resumed the rest of her class. But um, that was that, that, that happened to us this week. She is doing well, recovering well, and she has full function of her tongue. Her tongue is still a little numb. I did have to call the doctor about that. Like, hey, uh, did y'all cut some nerve and now my baby can't feel that tongue? They're like, no, it'll go. <laughs> That's the medicine, you know, that they use to, you know, deaden it. But it should come back to life in about two weeks or so. I'm like, two weeks? Jesus, what kind of medicine is that? Oh, my God. Because the first thing I thought of was like, you know, I've had two C-sections. And where they cut me, it's I can't feel anything there. It's just a, it's numb. So in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, is she going to have that? Is that the same type of uh, feeling that she's going to have for the rest of her life inside her mouth? But I did ask her, like, hey, you taste food? She's like, yeah, I can taste food, mommy. I said, okay, as long as you can taste. I don't want your taste buds to go away. And if you can't ever taste what nothing is. But uh, 
But it's just crazy how, you know, as a parent, the, all the things that go through your mind. Like, I almost canceled the surgery because I was starting to panic. Like, what if they cut this thing and then my daughter can't talk or she ends up having like a lisp and I have to do this. You know, I, it was all these things went in my mind. All these things. I started Googling. We really should stay off of Google. And guys, do not, I don't know if anybody's ever told y'all, but do not trust Wikipedia. I don't know if anybody told anybody that. Because y'all know Wikipedia is one of those sources that anybody can edit the information. Okay. Don't trust Wikipedia. Find a reliable source, guys. Wikipedia is not the, what you want to. Sometimes it's, it can be true, but just be careful with it. <laughs> WebMD is a good little source I kind of go to. And the Mayo Clinic, usually those are pretty reliable. And when all else fails, just call the doctor or call the the, the source that you're trying to research about. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's Thursday, guys, and we are in our normal spot waiting for Carter's bus. I'm in the car. Yes. Like I said, this show is raw and uncut. I, I record my podcast when I can because everyone asks me, how do you do this? When I find downtime, I do it. Just like to read a book or anything. I, I find my my times and, and I just get things done. So we're in the car waiting for the bus and I am recording my podcast. And yeah, because I want to keep this consistently going. And I hope that my listeners enjoy my weekly podcast. Uh, my time limit for each one is about 30 minutes, although sometimes I may go over or I may go under, but I don't want to keep anyone on too long, uh, just because, you know, the, the, uh, attention span is not, <laughs> everyone's attention span is not where it should be, you know, you got to draw people in where you want them, but I was, I was, this, this, this episode was supposed to be my life as a mom and a blended family. However, uh, I think I'll save that for the next show. Or I just, I mean, I could talk about a little bit of it now, like in the sense of, okay, I am going to bring up one issue. So my second oldest one, I got him the green light card. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that. It's like a debit card for kids, right? Well, he, uh, he, 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 he's been earning money and things like that. However... And so he, uh, I've been giving him money. He's been earning him money. Sorry if, if, uh, if this, if what you just heard doesn't connect. I had to pause for a minute to put my child on the bus. But, uh, he, he keeps, he has to, if he had money in his savings, right? That his aunt and his grandmother gave him and that I gave him or that he's earned. I put, I'm trying to teach him how to save money. Yet, you know, have a little bit to spend. I give him a little bit of money each week for his lunch or his snacks or something. You know, when he babysits, he gets money. Or he does his chores, he gets money. You know, teach him how to work for things, yet save, right? Because you the 10th grade. You about to be, you know, an adult soon. So let's get this life together. Well, he kept asking for the rest of he He spent $50 on like a diffuser for his room so you think it smell good. I'm like, what? The diffuser was 30 and the oil for it was 20. I said, I didn't realize that's what it was for until after the fact. And I'm like, oh my God, you spent 
So his little statement just kept dwindling and dwindling and dwindling down. And then he keeps asking, he was asking for, it was like 40 bucks left. And he asked for the rest. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to just keep giving money to you so you can go buy. I said, you need to price match. You need to be saving. You want a new phone, but you're not saving no money for no new phone. You just expect us to buy you a new phone when your grades are not where they need to be. I need you. Hey, son, you got to get it together. This is not how it's going to be. You're not going to just get things when you want them or when you ask for them. Like, no. And so I understand. And yes, I do want to do so. And yeah, I said, okay, so you got to work with me. You know, you got to get it together. So he, uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I just didn't want to keep bugging you when I wanted some money. I'm like, I get that. And I appreciate your thoughtfulness. However, you that's not what, no, that's not what this card is about. I said, I'll give you a little bit for your lunch. And, and, and you, you know, can for snacks and then you so you just need to save save the money and so he's you know he understood that although he was still trying to request like 20 more dollars said mm -mm. you have to see how it is to go without for a minute in the sense of you know when you hear people say oh i'm broke that's what that means i don't have any money for nothing so that means i have to start getting creative with meals i start getting get creative with a lot of things and I just say it all that to say, like, you know, that's that's me being, you know, me. But also we have to start teaching our kids, teaching our kids that because honestly, I know in Texas, I don't know about any other state, but this test that they take is hindering the simple things being taught to them uh, like it should be taught. You know, I just don't want these kids to grow up thinking everything is given to them. Are because I feel like that's a lot of these kids' problems. When things get hard, they quit. Or they want something instant, instant gratification, instant access to everything. So we just got to make sure that we we are teaching them the, the social skills they need to be successful in this world. So that's my two cents for this week. Um. Like I said, this is a smorgasbord of topics today. And now I am on my way inside my building to go to work. Hope everybody has a great weekend and week. And I will talk to everybody next week, all right? Bye-bye.